Sports Jedi Kev saying hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Bronx Bomber Strike Back podcast. I'm the host, of course, DX Force Jedi Kev, the Don of the Watch Alongs. We do all the watch alongs here of the New York Yankees. And of course, for your news and notes, tune in. So thank you guys for joining us here on this quick podcast here. Can you believe it? We're days away, days away for pitchers and catchers to report to the new york yankees in tampa yes baseball season is around the corner everyone we're going to talk about that today also we're going to talk about world baseball classic who do you like who is the favorite who do you think is going to be the favorite who would you like to win so let's go with the number one topic here is the new york yankees of course before anything please hit the like if you're new to the channel, hit the subscribe button. Welcome to the Bronx Sports Jedi Network, the BX Sports Jedi Network. We cover all different things from not just New York Yankees, watch-along Yankees content, from the New York Knicks as well, Giants, Jets, MMA Weekly with Austin and Chef Dan, the Heel of the Ring podcast, WWE, AEW, New Japan, Impact Wrestling. If it, if it gets a one, two, three, we cover it, as well as boxing. So we are here. Proud, 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 proud to be streaming here uh, and on the audio platforms, wherever you get your audio platforms, anywhere from Apple, Google, Speaker, Spotify, iHeart, you name it, BX Force Jedi Network, we are there, where our audio and as well as all the vi- all the video, all the watch alongs here on the YouTube, Rumba, Twitch, Facebook, Instagram, please follow us and absolutely thank you again. So let's get right to the rice and beans of the program here. The spring training. Spring training, I'll bring the tickers up here. Um, we all know that the Grateful League 
is about to start. Pitchers and catchers report for the New York Yankees uh, the 16th. So February the 16th. So guys, if you're going to get romantic with your wives and, and all the pitchers and catchers, get it out of your system because you got to get to work on the 16th. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I am looking forward this season. Of course, everyone is looking forward to when it comes to kid pitchers and catchers is how Carlos Rendon is going to look for the New York Yankees. We are all excited. He is our number one signing in the offseason pitching, coming over with a lot of, uh, to say, minor expectations. Um, we'll see how he's going to fulfill his duties here with the New York Yankees. Uh, of course, catcher position is up in the air. Brokeback, Hagashioka, Trevino, who is going to be the one and two there? So a lot of questions there um, for that. I, I can wait and position players will report on the 20th of February, all the position players. These um, workouts, you're able to go watch them if you're in the Tampa George Stein, M. George Steinbrenner's uh, field. You're able to go see it. Of course, I cannot wait to see that full squad workout on the 20th being held um, there. You know that's where the single-A Tampa Tarpons play in. That's their home. Um, and I can't wait. All, all We could talk about maybe, what, two weeks away for, for the first pro-season, preseason game to hit. Of course, we're going to see some familiar names. I mentioned Carlos Redon, who came over with, with the six-year, $162 million contract. Also, Tommy Cleanly returns back to the Bronx. He was here for two years and 11.5. I can't wait. And, now, of course, we're going to talk about the spring training invites. We got some invitation. I'll put the graphic in a moment there. Let me put the graphic there. And once I get the graphic, we'll, we'll read on all the invitations that came, that the Yankees invited to spring training. A lot of memorable, a lot of big names there. I'm gonna move the banners for a moment so we could read them and you can see them there. I'm just I'm not gonna highlight every one of them. I'm just gonna go with a couple that caught my eye um, on that list. Of course, Anthony Velope, the one that everyone's keeping an eye on. Um, I don't know if he has a chance, but he has a puncher's chance to make the roster. Is Jason Dominguez? Jason Dominguez, aka the Martian, will be invited here. Catcher Austin Wells as well. So remember, we still don't know one, two, who, which is the depth the Yankees are going to go with catcher. They might want to go with a backup catcher. Let's say Austin Wells just impresses defensively, and and but I doubt they'll go with that route. They got options with Wells, um, an outfielder Elijah Durham is another name to keep an eye on. Catcher Josh. Um, Briox, another name that you need to keep an eye on as well. Uh, one of the pitchers, uh, you got Emerson Pereira, uh, one of the shortstops, the outfielder, uh, right-hander Gomez, Yoranis Gomez, and Randy Velasquez. So those are names that are caught my attention. Another name to me, a sleeper here, I like Will Calhoun for some reason, um, maybe a bench piece. Left-hander Lisandro Santos, another name. Uh, but but it's just going to give me give it a try here. Billy McKinney, a, a familiar face there. And, of course, Ryan Weber, we've seen him come with the club. Uh, and pitch being called up. Maybe could he have a good spring where the Yankees say, you know what, we might want to carry an extra pitcher. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they'll go that route. But all the, these other names here, Jake Blower, you, you see all the names, the invitations. Um, they'll probably stick around for about the first two and a half weeks of spring training. They'll make some cuts. You know who gets set down and all that. It's for Jason Dominguez to show. Uh, we we going to have a, a projected lineup in a moment here. I'll give you a projected lineup of the New York Yankees. This is the projected lineup for the New York Yankees going in and opening day. Where today 
Now, there are things can change here for the whole spring training, injuries, X, Y, Z, hopefully not. But uh, moves, maneuverability, or someone just has a hot spring training where they might force uh, um, Cashman and, and the front office uh, to make a move, and who knows. Well, we got DJ LeMahieu, Aaron Judge, Anthony Rizzo, Giancarlo Stanton, Glaber Torres, Aaron Hicks. Now, that could be subject to change. Harrison Bader and Jose Trevino. Jose Trevino, I know he made the All-Star and he was a Yankee All-Star catcher. I still think he'll be the number one catcher going into spring training. But you never know if anyone um, overshadows and or outperform. But I doubt that because Trevino was really good um, throughout the regular season. He faded down the stretch. Um, you know, you could say in the postseason, wasn't nothing to write home about, but we shall see there. With Aaron Hicks is interesting. We all know the ups and downs on Aaron Hicks, but he is a switch hitter who, who high base percentage, who walk, gets some walks, makes some noise. Uh, but last two seasons, either injury or for some reason, just wasn't cutting the mustard. I know you Yankee fans like myself gets frustrated with Aaron Hicks, but man, if he could get going, a switch hitter, uh, who's a good was a center fielder who could possibly to have that extra center field possibility of Harrison Bader goes down you know it's going to be cold in the north when they return to New York and the first month and a half you know going up and down the eastern courtroom especially if you're playing in the midwest as well you know Chicago uh, Detroit the Cleveland you know that's cold hamstring issues guys get pulled hamstring pull muscles xyz so it'll be interesting to keep an Aaron Hicks to play center field to move in and out interchangeable pieces but there'll be a chance there for jason dominguez or violet mckinney those type of Billy mckinney who can steal some bases who can run um a chance there to latch on you know yankees like to go four to five outfields deep we've seen that in the past there um also with team carlos stanton is he going to be limited to a designated hitter role because he will be able to play the outfield i think the yankees for the first part or for the first quarter part of the of the regular season personally I wouldn't want to place Giancarlo Stanton out in the outfield. Do again, due to the fact that we just mentioned with Harrison Bader, the weather, the New York, the New York, uh, the east, the upper east, um, central part of the country is going to be cold. It's usually doesn't turn right away. Although this weather pattern has been weird um, for this winter, it's been a mild winter for regular standards up and down the North Coast. I'm, I'm in Orlando, Florida, so I'm going to be totally. Um, transparent and honest with you guys to us here this is always summer this is you know the coldest they'll get is probably a spring they'll be called let's consider what the yankees will be playing if it was a regular um cold temperature you know the, the coldest has gone this year we had one little cold snap for two days was like 20 35 to 30, 29 degrees and that was just for overnight and other than that it's been really good weather so my point is they Giancarlo stanton should not play the first quarter of the season in the outfield you could play them in once the weather gets warm um get them out there in the outfield and barring no injuries and and of course you could go get you could have that outfielder depth for the new york yankees remember this year there's going to be some rules change uh, again i'm going to re rehash that you know you have the bigger bases you can only throw a certain amount of times over to the base without and if not you have to try to pick off with the walk so the running game will be implemented very very um, emphasize in this upcoming 2023 season if the Yankees could bring some team speed will be phenomenal guys who could run the bases who could go not just steal bases but go from first to third will help out as well there is no shift you have to the, the shift is almost kind of removed and the infielders believe got to be on the in, on the infield nor on that grass or playing that short 
right or short left field. You have to be on the and you have to be in a certain position. And I believe look look for the left-handers to start getting higher batting averages. Batting averages are going to start increasing um, greatly because they're going to there's going to be hits where the shift taken away. So that's going to be an interesting aspect for the New York Yankees. So of course bringing Rizzo, maybe Aaron Hicks. You know Aaron Hicks get a lot of bats from the left side. Maybe his batting average starts getting better, and you could see maybe he's his um, starts becoming an impactful player, not just getting on base with the walk. But getting hitting the ground ball and not rolling into double play where the shift was and, and getting an Aaron Hicks. Maybe that's something big. I'm trying to spin a positive on this narrative uh, with that. Of course, I mentioned we, we just went over the 29-man roster. 29 non-rostered invites for the New York Yankees. So they look like they're going to play a lot of guys up front the first few games, a couple innings, to see what they have, what their minor league system looks like. Remember, now they have they have Omar Manaya, part of that front office, part of the hell of the scouting international. Um, extra eyes there as well with, with the guy from San Francisco that they brought over. Um, they're going to have Brian Saban. He's going to be now more and more guys with extra eyes there. And maybe they see something where in the past Cashman, and I didn't say they haven't done a bad job. Cashman always found diamonds in the roughs coming in there to help. But now you have extra set of eyes who can see another perspective now that the rules change. And, and, the, and you get extra guys who've done it before, who's, their track record speaks for themselves. And, and maybe there's some game, guys here in the 29-man roster that they might not make the main roster here for the, for, or for the beginning part of the season for the New York Yankees, but you add extra depth. I know you can only protect 40 men. Yes, you can only protect 40 men uh, on your roster, but if you, you never know that 39-38, where you might have a career minor leaguer, and you got a guy here who is from another organization who could help, who could add value depth and could be ready for major league level. And of course, that doesn't look well for Esteban Florio. My point is Esteban Florio looks like a career outfielder. Doesn't, fair or unfair, we can debate that, that he had never got the opportunity to make it to the main roster or stick, you know, and he comes for a short stint. But if he's like the 39th man and you got a player like a McKinney who we know played in the major leagues, who could play, who could run and could bring that extra value that a Esteban Florias can't, you might see an Esteban Florias not be protected released and he might take that roster spot. So those 29 men non-roster are to see for depth. Also, they got to fill out their, their class A, see how long their young players in minor league, in double A, class A, how far are they coming along against, maybe against some major league pitching to see um, how they acclimate, how their bat speed, what needs to be working now in their second, third year with the in the Yankee system, where what programs they're going to want to get their minor league coaches to work with. Maybe with a Jason Dominguez case, if he's if he's having a hard time with the slider, maybe during this year they're going to work with him on the on the sliders with his coaching, the approaches or the batting approaches to two strikes account. All those different things that we might yawn at when we're watching them in the spring training game. But believe it or not, these scouts and these coaches are jotting every little thing. So just because of the spring training at bat and we come see it in the first few weeks, we're like, oh, this is meaningless. But I'll be honest with you, it's not. These coaches are seeing everything in there, and this is going to help them get their fast track into the major league system. Into the, and if they want to take that next level, even called up from double A AA to triple A, or vice versa, single A to triple to to double A. All those different things. Those are big, big aspects with these at bats in the spring training. That's why a lot of these guys, when you see them come in, are not a household names. They go at it 100 percent because this is something for them to put on film or to work on to improve and show 
their scouts and showing the organization I have growth and I want to continue to climb and go to the next level. Ultimately, of course, making it to the major league level. So these are the dates here as we're going to see them scroll. The Grateful League, of course, that is the on the Florida side of the country where we're going to have a lot of pitchers and catchers for the Yankees on the 16th, position players on the 20th. We'll have uh, underneath here scrolling. This is as you those that are watching us on the video aspect. You see where all the different teams in the major league um, report is anywhere from the from the 15th, uh, no later than the 21st. Most of the teams have to be in there. Of course, some of these teams have some of their players already working out. You know, I know Peter Alonso is already with the Mets in, in Port St. Lucie working out. You know, there's a lot of enthusiasm. Also, don't forget one of the things we got 29, almost 29 members non-roster invites is also there is a big world baseball classic we'll get into it in a moment with that and of course there's are the dates there the mets believe uh the 15th and the 20th just like the yankees so the mets have the same reporting date as the new york yankees mostly everybody up and down philadelphia phillies remember philadelphia phillies are pretty much neighbors to the yankees the way they play also the, the pirates they're all crunched up in that in that western that west central florida area um bradenton you, you, you got Bradenton, Clearwater, the Yankees of Tampa, the Tampa Bay Rays and Dunedin, everyone, uh, Toronto and Dunedin, excuse me, all of them close. Of course, you got guys on the on the eastern part of Florida, down by by Port St. Lucie, uh, you know, West Palm Beach area. Of course, the Braves are in my backyard here in the Central Florida, in the Disney Complex in Central Florida, in the Kissimmee, Kissimmee area um, uh, celebration. That's just right by Disney, right? It's part of the Disney complex of sports there. Um, that's a nice fair. If you ever come down, uh, especially those that want to get away for the spring for the Easter vacation, come on down uh, to spring training. It's a wonderful, wonderful experience. You get to not only that, you get to see the workouts of the baseball players. You get to see the ball players at times. You, I mean, me, you know, I could tell you a quick story when when the, the Houston Astros used to be in Kissimmee, Florida, that's about almost six to eight years ago. Every every spring training, I'll take a look. The Yankees will play the, the Astros. I will go. That's the Bregman days. Um, Jose Valverde and I will always have a conversation every year. We'll always meet at the bullpen area where he's on the fence. He's after his workout. I'll, I'm always wearing a Yankee jersey. We'll always have a conversation. Boy, we, we felt like we were friends that haven't seen each other for years. And when we just convey, we'll have a conversation for 45 minutes. I mean, innings will pass. And we'll just have a conversation. Just regular stuff. How's he doing? You know how's everything you know what's his goal this year and i wasn't you know i wasn't even thinking about doing a podcast or even reporting anything just me being a pure baseball fan that enjoyed the game of baseball but always and, and he was so gracious for say Valverde. he every year he always ends always starts it off and we always end with the same thing the, the same hey every year you come and we have we talk and you never wear my jersey you always come in the yankee jersey and i tell him join the yankees I said, join the Yankees. And also, you don't give me. And then at the end of the day, I said, you don't even give me a jersey of your own for me to rock. And we will always leave with that laugh. And he goes, you're right, brother. You're right, brother. Phenomenal guy, Jose Valverde. Um, good reliever. Really good reliever. I wish he would have played with the Yankees. I, I would have loved it personally because I met him. You know, and, and he was a very gracious guy. Also, Sandy Alomar Jr. Oh, my goodness. What a awesome dude when he was with the member of the Mets. I, you know, I've taken, I got rest her soul. My grandmother will go, will take her on the watch. And she loved baseball. She loved baseball. And when 
Sandy Alomar Jr. was the most gracious. I'm telling you, these are experience that I'm telling you guys, you need to come to spring training and have those memories in there because you don't get that. You don't get that genuine conversation in a regular season game. They're busy, time constriction. They moving along and stuff, so, so forth and so forth. But Sandy Alomar was so awesome with my grandmother. I, I thought my grandmother was going to invite him over for dinner. Uh, you know, just, you know, cook, you know, and, and, and just treat like a, like one of my, like I was a grandchild. You know, phenomenal job. Very nice. Um, he will have conversation, of course, with us being Puerto Rican heritage. Of my grandmother being from Puerto Rico, as well as Sandy Alomar Jr., Puerto Rico. They will have those conversations. And, and, just, and, and it was wonderful because it was not just once a year. This was like about for three to four spring trainings or as long as Sandy Alomar Jr. was the, the first base coach of the New York Mets. And every time we would come, they would they, it was like, oh, how about that? Hey, how you doing? You know, I said, oh, hello, how you doing? And they would just have these conversations. Those are the memories and the wonderful things that happen in a spring training that you cannot pay for with, you know, in a regular season. You know, your regular season, hey, you go say hi, you might get there early, remember the press. If you have credentials, you're able to get there early, have a conversation, X, Y, Z. But when you're not non-credential or have none of that and you pay for your ticket like every like every, every average Joe, you get the when you have these conversations, when you meet these players, it sticks. Look at me now about 10, 12 years later, having this and good memories about that. So I advise you guys, come on down, check out a spring training and, and you'll definitely have your own memories of your own, which I really enjoy here. So the Grateful League. Here's what about the captains? Well, due to the fact that none of our New York teams that I like, like the Yankees, you know, are not on the West Coast there. But I still just going to show a little love for the West, for the captains league. They also have their pitchers and catchers just around the same time as the as as the Grapefruit League. They will have action as well, starting in, on the 26th, if I'm not mistaken. They will get interaction. They'll be wow. Two two weeks from now, the games will be on the way. The Yankees. I got the schedule by the way. I'll keep that. Underneath there, let's get the schedule going. And where is the Yankee spring training schedule? Here it is. The Yankee spring training schedule starts off here. They will play the Philadelphia Phillies on Saturday. I know that's going to be packed. That's going to be in Clearwater. That's not that far. If you're if you're visiting, if you're coming down to to watch a spring training game, and you go, oh man, the first game you want to be for the first game, have no fear. You could still come to Tampa. Because Clearwater is like right next to Tampa. It's, it's if you're up, if you're up in New York, I'm gonna put it this way: you've got Manhattan and and Queens is right there. Clearwater to Manhattan and to Tampa to Man to to Tampa to Clearwater is just like that. It's you know it's similar. Put it this way: it's like Manhattan, Clearwater. Manhattan will be Tampa. Man, Clearwater will be Brooklyn. And even now, we could even put Ports um, St. Petersburg. Where the, the Tampa Bay Rays, it's like Queens. It's all squinched up like the five boroughs. They, if you want to go to, you could. That's why they it works in spring training. Um, keeping all these um, Arizona has that as well, where everyone is close together. All the training facilities, not a lot of driving like in the old days. There was a lot of driving back in the day um, when most of the before they went to Arizona, it was mostly all Florida, and everything was um, there was more teams here, which we miss it. But everything is close driving perimeter. Um, especially uh, if you're the first time going to spring training. I know some of you that know it are probably rolling your eyes, but I just wanted those that are new, that don't know who's thinking about making a trip out here to spring training 2023. 
and it's going to be fun because everything's driving distance you rent a car you come even if you come for a three-day four-day weekend man come on down it's it's fun the weather's going to be good it's going to be short sleeve it's not going to be no rain rain season's not available so it's not going to be rain everything's going to be either bright sun once in a while you might have a few breeze but it'll be that summer breezy um afternoon it's a good time of the, of the year i love working getting out of work early and either coming home and watching the games in my backyard with you know doing things in the outside or even possibly going to a game if you get out so early enough you could actually go from work and and, and during the weekday and in the weekends it gets full of, of us that we work monday through friday and we want to go see these games we go rushing in there and and when then once the month once the once the tall tale of the spring training season you start going to when they start doing the night games oh it's even nice because the, the, the weather is beautiful at night you you might have might take a light jacket if you oh you don't even need you just and it's just beautiful um night for baseball it, it looks it's phenomenal i always tell you guys you got to experience spring training at least once in your lifetime me personally i can't wait to go to arizona to take out the cactus league although it's tough because i just want to see the yankees so badly but i got experience that one time here here's the remaining the schedule here they're gonna they're, they of course they're gonna play washington pittsburgh they will play detroit they'll see tampa the braves that's gonna be a big game there for those that want to go to disney world um around in the beginning of march the fourth actually the fifth that's a sunday if you make a weekend you come you know you're from up north you leave friday you go saturday to disney world sunday you watch you go see the yankee game and you could take the last flight out from jet blue back to jfk and you're back to work on monday you know you for all those new yorkers there want to get away from the cold or get or just get away from the city of new york come on down that that's right there and yet and there'll be plenty of tickets there it's not like you're going to make that flight here and it's going to be sold out you'll be able to probably get walk-in tickets there if you want then of course the following weekend will be a split squad game the red sox the yankees go to fort myers in about three weeks about let me see one two three four weeks away so four weeks away the yankees boston red sox that always gets packed the fort myers it gets so packed it's gonna that's that's another one that my goodness for for spring training game that's a little bit pricey i'm gonna tell you that honestly that's gonna be close to almost 90 bucks yes 90 dollars to go see a spring training game that's how much trust me yes even more you know that's gonna be because it's yankees and red sox of course you see some memorable games some meaningful games there again the yankees for some reason ever since the yankees moved to tampa they don't play much the Mets in preseason much at all. Uh, this year, and it's because they're on opposite sides of the state. It's not a long drive; it's a two-hour drive of going across uh, from. Um, I, you take uh, Interstate 60. You take 60 across the state. Uh, for those that, that live in Florida and know about 60, uh, they'll cross you all the way across, and then you have to take the I-95 down, right down to to Port St. Lucie. Port St. Lucie is a nice area. Um, not much there besides the Mets. To be honest with you. It's, it's a quiet area fishing if you want to fish other than that um port st lucy is the main attraction there is the new york mets it's all mets centric that's a very nice a, a stadium i've gone plenty of times there um it's only an hour and a half two hour drive from home um tampa to where the yankees uh, george timers is about an hour an hour and a half depending on traffic traffic is getting a little brutal um for my liking living here for so over over 16 years you notice the difference in the traffic but it's not that long of a drive it's like going from New York to Stan, uh, from Bronx to Staten Island, excuse me, from the Bronx to Staten Island. That's how long it takes. So just give, give or take that um, with, you know, just as, as I can remember as a child going visit my aunt in Staten Island from, from when I lived in the Bronx. So that's just me. Um, 
hey i advise you guys again of course one thing that i might be going i'm planning a trip down there uh, shout out to yankee morning group hector i'll probably meet him out there if i gotta get with him is to for the world baseball classic so my final topic here is the world baseball classic um world baseball classic wow it's going to be great here um in miami florida home of the marlins you're going to have teams of puerto rico venezuela dominican republic israel israel um it's going to be fun because those teams that are there be honest with you there is a large population of, of represented in the state there is a lot of our fellow jewish israeli folks that live here up and down from all over either from miami um up and down the coast of florida they, they are well representative so israel is going to have a nice a nice following a group of fans there um dominican republic as well miami orlando florida where i'm from has a lot of representative of the of the beautiful island of dominican republic as well as venezuela a lot of good, good friends of ours um then personally and, and also up and down um not just miami but tampa as well as orlando jacksonville there is a lot of venezuelans as well migrated here that live here in central and in south florida and of course this is like the the next pueblo of puerto rico especially the Kissimmee, tampa area of puerto rico we're full of puerto ricanos that are migrated that live here in not just in central and western florida but as well as down in miami um that's going to be well representative and of course this is going to be fun who what goes where the first game uh the 11 uh whoever qualifies there's still some qualifying matches there don't know who puerto rico is going to play but that's going to be on that march 11th at i believe it says 10 p.m but i'm pretty sure no it says 12 excuse me 12 p.m as we are lunchtime noon they're going to kick it off puerto rico will be there the following the second game is going to be fun that's going to be packed at miami i'll tell you that much there at seven o'clock doubleheader there is going to be dominican republic versus venezuela santo domingo República dominicana contra venezuela that's going to be a hell of a game i would love to see that there man that's going to be there i hope um hector or things work out where i can get a credential there where i can get there cover it um just trying to make it work um hopefully a little little peek behind the curtain um i would love to see that that's that's a good game there that to me listen i'm a baseball purist I love baseball played you know i love all about it you know the hit and run everyone who watches knows me i love the hit and run the bunt so you know and you're going to see that in the world baseball class you're going to see pelota pura pure baseball um in this mundial de, de, de pelota de baseball i cannot wait to see that there so i'm going to throw a little spot a little bilingual there and let's put you know what let's let's tell my producer here producer we're talking about the world baseball classic and you know what we need we need some caribbean music here so let's put a little caribbean background music there indeed let's go mundial de pelota indeed and seguro que si seguro que si y vamos para allá con eso and of course as we see the brackets there on the west on the west coast in arizona let's give some love there which is going to have a lot of folks there of course team usa is the home of course this is we're playing in in, in the united states grounds you're gonna have um, team mexico in arizona it's gonna be full um they're gonna re uh, represent and come out in full droves to represent team mexico who's a really good baseball team believe it or not they're really good in baseball colombia a surprise there to see colombia made it this far interesting to see colombia you're going to see also canada canada's gonna be there 
Um, of course, Canadian team, really good team in, in years past there. It'll be interesting there. Those are the ones that are playing on United States soil. Um, it'll be fun to see how that works out there, how it's going to look aesthetically on TV. It's going I think it's going to look phenomenal. Um, and it's going to see, and you're going to, if you're a baseball purist, again, you're really going to like, you're really going to like the World Baseball Classic. I, you know what? I was, a, I've been a fan of it because not always the greater or the better talented team wins these baseball classics. You used to see the play, the team that plays as a team and who plays situational baseball, the clutch hits, the timely pitching, the good defense. And you see that, you know, of course, United States, the defending, uh, World Baseball Classic champions. Uh, we'll see it up against. And of course, my rooting interest, besides Team USA, I am rooting for Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, there is the roster of the gente de Puerto Rico. Here they are. They got some good pitching staff there. I really like their pitching staff. Uh, you've got some major leaguers there, Jose Berrios, Marco, Marco Stroman, um, there to start uh, two, one two punch there. Of course, you're going to have closer Edwin Diaz there. Uh, any notable names you see there, Dwayne Underwood Jr., Jose Espada, Wisquiñones. They got some good pitching, Jose De Leon, um, up and coming, Fernando Cruz. They go, so some of these guys are going to put their name on, 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 on the map as well. Uh, one thing I'm going to give, I love the infield. Of course, you got started by Jose, uh, um, started by Javier Baez. You have Jose, uh, you, you keep saying Jose. And, uh, you know, you got the other Edwin Diaz, of course, a number one guy. Jose Reyes, yeah, Jose Reyes. I keep saying Jose, but I keep, let's yeah, spit it out, spit it out, Jedi. So it's Jose Reyes. Reyes, the Met, he will be the anchor, the leader. You got Nafadi Soto there as well. I I really, Martin Maldonado behind the plate. Uh, Christian Vasquez, who's fiery, bien picante. He's es un gallo allá behind the home plate. I like what I'm seeing here in Team Puerto Rico. I think Team Puerto Rico will possibly um qualify they will get their round robin they will qualify how far they go it all depends on the part of the rotation of the pitching if, um one thing i do say that i'm not too recognized or keen is edwin rosario their outfielder did the outfielder lacks a little you know nelson vasquez henry ramiros um i'm not too familiar with their outfield personally myself so i'm not going to sugarcoat and say i know or act like i know i'm just gonna be totally honest with that but my 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 money my money my rooting interest is going to be on Team Puerto Rico. We saw Team USA won the last baseball classic. I'm actually going to go. I know I love Nestor Cortez Jr. I know he's going to be pitching there for for Team USA from the pride of Hialeah, Florida. Salute to Nestor Cortez Jr. But I'm going for I'm going going for Team Puerto Rico personally. I think they're going to be interesting to play. I, I think they're going to play. You're going to see one thing. You're going to see with all these teams. All these um, teams in the World Baseball Classic are going to play with passion and with national pride. We see now, you know, when when they were trying to when he run, you saw with Lindor, Baez, when they when in company they colored, they painted their hairs blonde. They would, you know, they they celebrated, they kept moving there. Um, and you're going to see that. Um, you're going to see that from from Canada. You're going to see that from Colombia. You're going to see that from Mexico. Very proud um, heritage. Um, there, I believe World Baseball Classic is going to be totally on fire. It's going to be really um, interesting. It's going to be very exciting. And it starts on the 11th. Uh, it's going to be March. So we're a couple, we're about a month away for the World Baseball Classic. I know some folks don't like it. Some people do like it. I'm okay with it. I like it. Um, I, I really do enjoy it. Like watching it. I know the Yankees put the kibosh on not letting Luis Severino pitch for 
the Dominican team, Dominican team is stacked as well. Um, there, they, that's another team. You know, when when any team from that bracket, let me put that bracket back up there because this is a bracket that we need to see again. You know, when you have Dominican, Venezuela, and Puerto Rico, boy, whew, Venezuela is stacked as well. You know, wouldn't be surprised if Venezuela comes out winning the pool. You know, someone between you know Venezuela could be the favorite, Dominican could be the favorite, Puerto Rico. You know, it's it, it's fun. Remember last time um, Dominican Republic was favorite, they didn't even make it. They didn't make it. They got knocked out. So this is going to be extra, extra, extra spicy, juicy, and I cannot wait to watch it there. So we know the World Baseball Classic spring training is coming aboard. Baseball season is around the corner. You can feel it. You you you're itching. NBA is about to go on their All Star break next week. They're winding down. They got 20 plus games left, um, and then the postseason for them. But the, but everybody, all eyes are to our baseball. When we know that spring training comes around, and those that live in that cold northern um, part of the country where it gets dark early, it gets cold early. And when you hear spring training, you start getting warm feeling. You feel that foamy, that that joy, that that warmth coming out there, and and hot dog, green grass, and and, and Oh man, peanuts and, and short sleeves. It's coming. It's right there. A couple weeks. The groundhog might have not might have predicted six more weeks, but guess what? Baseball's around the corner. So warm your hearts and let's go. All eyes are looking forward. That is the remaining that is the spring training a schedule there, guys, for the Yankees. Once more again, I'm gonna get make a quick rehash here. You get the Phillies on the twenty fifth of February. That's two weeks away. Then followed by the Braves. You got the Tigers, the, the Tampa Bay Rays, one of the memorable matchups there. Um, the times and dates to be determined. Some of these might be night games, and usually the night games are to the end of the of the spring training. But these weekend games are fun, definitely there. But we all cannot wait for the regular season. And I got the regular season for the New York Yankees. They open up against the San Francisco Giants. They will open up Thursday. They'll have Friday off, of course, in case there's a rain out. And then they'll play they'll play San Francisco back to back. And then they'll host they host the Philadelphia Phillies. So the Yankees, right off the bat, will have played the National League. Their first two series will be against the National League. They won't they'll see the they'll go to Baltimore. That'll be their first road series, but San Francisco Giants, right off the bat. We all can't wait. The countdown begins. For the for the Yankees here, the thirty the thirtieth of March. Man, we baseball cannot get here any quick. I know you guys would enjoy. So again, thank you for allowing me to come here, talk a little bit, give you my story, uh, stories about memories of spring training. Um, again, if you're going to visit Central Florida area, this is the good time. Yeah, I mean, not only that, the parks are the parks are not that full. Everyone's going, and, and you will also get. Get killed two birds with one stone. The parks aren't that full. The beaches are open. It's warm enough. Um, it's the weather is warm enough. It's beautiful. The, the roads are safe up and down. They're paved. They're, they're it's what best time to come to Florida, my opinion, is for spring training. So hopefully you come and visit. So thank you again. If you're new to the channel, please hit that like, subscribe, and follow us. All our platforms. We're on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitch. We're verified in, in in Twitter, in Twitter, Rumba, anywhere you get your podcast, even Apple, Google, Spotify, Speaker. Um, just put iHeart, Amazon. Just put PX Sports Jedi Network, 
and you're going to see all the different sports, um, different programs, different audio um, podcasts from MMA Weekly with Austin and Chef Dan. You're going to have the Heal the Ring podcast. It's all about wrestling. You're going to have the Jets of Orient, Jet Centric, the Giants Report with Chef Dan. Definitely, you'll see all the different, the Rangertown Republic, the Return of the Knicks podcast. They're there. You pick it up. You hit it. You listen to it. If you like it, please leave a five-star review. You can always contact us on via email or any of our social DMs. We always answer. We always do a live video. This is going to be recorded. This is a recorded one. So, so like that, everyone can watch it whenever they can. And we appreciate that. We want to thank our friends on the other pro or different channels that um, support us. Uh, we're going to start off with the Four Train Express. Thank you, Mazda. Thank you. Yankee Morning Brew. I mean, that Hector. I'm Jiggy Man Porto uh, in the Knights of the Thieves. Thank you guys for supporting, always supporting the BS for Jedi Network. Uh, we want to thank all, all uh, as well as 161 with Jason. Thank you, Jason. Met him, phenomenal guy on the stream. And all the others, um, if I, uh, Chris the Flash. Yes, Chris the Flash, my partner on the watch along. How can I forget him? Um, thank you for he's always watching and always check out his channel as well. Putting on Yankee content as well. All these guys that I mentioned, all Yankee content creators who put good baseball, good, great baseball content out. Um, also has that love, that passion, that desire to see the New York Yankees do good. This is fans who love the Yankees. We don't tend to be know-it-alls. We just love the team. And we want to tell you how we feel through our through our individual expression on how we love the Yankees. And we thank you guys because you might make the program. So you guys have a continuous, blessed the rest of the day. Hit that like. Hopefully you join the BS4 Jedi family. And a welcome aboard for all those. And again... I cannot thank you more, so peace. Do not hesitate. Show no mercy. You don't know the power of the dark side.